Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. The Texan train rolls on, and the story of Stroud is just beginning. Houston, dominant, 45-14, and they're on to the divisional. They come into Dallas, they had them their first loss here all year. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. I like this radio station. So changed the narrative. It was interesting. I mean, well, first of all, speaking of changing the narrative, Dal, do you have the Colin Cow? Can you get the Colin Cowherd? Do you do you have that? Okay, we got to get that first. Well, Dell's getting that because there's something that I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. I, I've got it, Dell. You want me to DM? Yeah, I'll do. It. I'll DM it too. So um, change the narrative. Jordan Love. Jordan Love has changed the narrative this year, hasn't he? The guys who've changed the narrative more. Uh, like Nico has changed the narrative. Well, for the organization? Well, change the narrative on who he is. Nico. Oh, Nico. I'm thinking of D'Amico. No. Yeah, I don't think. I think Nico was always. Nico had a good year last year with Davis Mills. I kind of expected him to take a. Oh, a not, big, not like he's played this year. Well, I expected him to be a thousand yard receiver this year. Uh, in this yeah. offense, oh yeah, I said it on this show. I thought he would have attacked. Now he's way better than I thought he would be. Yeah, obviously. that's what I'm saying. But he's... I didn't. I didn't. My narrative wasn't changed. Well, on, number on him one personally. receiver. I don't. I, no one said he was a number one. No, until no, now. I didn't. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> no. But if you're, you know, if you're the number one guy in an offense, you're going to get yardage. Doesn't mean you're number one across. The, he would be number one on a lot of teams, not just a bad team. And the Texans were the the narrative on the entire. Okay, you're doing players. The narrative yes. on the Texans is one of the biggest changes yes. I've seen, but this is what happened with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They went from bad, and he had didn't really do too much his rookie year, got hurt, and then they were in the Super Bowl. This is this has been a horse crap organization for three straight years. Terrible, embarrassing, embarrassing for the city, a national laughing stock. No one you 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 caused people who you took a, a waiting list that was like years long and destroyed it. And now, you were there, John, Saturday. I was there. Now you get back to that? No. That's incredible after the narrative change on the Texans is incredible. As an individual player, Jordan Love is, I mean, Jordan Love is way, way up there. Jordan Love, I think, has changed. Look at, and look at, it's another Packer. Now, Brett Favre sat a year that he was in Atlanta, and then he got to Green Bay in his second year, and he started 16 games. Uh, but he did sit his first year. Aaron Rodgers sat his first four years. Jordan Love sat for how many? Four years, mm-hmm. and now he's finally playing. The Packers, the Packers system for this thing is—I mean, you can't—you cannot argue with it. Jordan Love is more than any. Uh, he has taken a step. What, what, Jordan Love wouldn't have been in a, a top twenty quarterback going into the season. Going into this season, nobody thought he would be a top. He was ranked as one of the uh, one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league. 
Right. Well, he you had very little to go on, next to nothing to go on, but that he has sat all this time, and in his preseason, how bad he was, he wasn't any good. The step that Jordan Love has taken has been probably the biggest in the NFL this year. Yeah, you could argue that. Yeah, because the quarterbacks are the ones that are the most you, – you could you can make whatever argument you want about different players, and a lot of different players will will improve. But we're talking about a quarterback. I mean, this is the most visible. This is the guy who's the most responsible for wins and losses. Yeah, I think – and sometimes you have coaches who 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 will change narratives, but it's it's got to be uh, – you know, you can say nice things about Joe Flacco, but at the end of the day, he turned back into the pumpkin um, – Baker Mayfield maybe has changed his narrative a little bit. Yeah, no, Baker but Jordan Mayfield. Love is at a different. I mean, Jordan Love is considered at a higher level. Yeah, you know Baker, of what yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I, I listen. I think the Packers think they've got a guy for the for years and years to come. Yeah, yes. if you look at a lot of these passes that he completed, uh, they're, they're guys they're wide open, wide open guys open, waiting on them. Like yeah. the Cowboys were historically yes, terrible yes. on defense. They were awful, awful. Um. Any is there anybody else that change really changed the narrative this year? I think Nico is up there with every with the, I think not rookies because I mean CJ changed his narrative from the S two and where and what people thought of him and, and uh, you know his college ranking the Georgia game was spectacular but he wasn't he wasn't this good at, at Ohio State how could you think he was going to be this good in his rookie year in the NFL? Um. I mean, it's it's really hard to think of it, but it's not going to be anybody in the NFC South other than maybe Baker. And how about, how about I, well, the narrative? Is the the narrative Jared Goff's narrative? Yeah, but he was pretty good last he year was too. Good I thought about Goff while ago, and I'm like, nah. I mean, Detroit is helping him change it from the time. It, it's more of a general. It's headed in that direction. Like it's been it's been a work in progress. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the broadcast last night of that game or listen to it, but they talked about the fact that he said, you know, he really hurt him the way that they kind of, some of the things they said on the way out and the way they got rid of him. And Matt Stafford won right after he was gone. Like in the very first year, he won a title. Jared Goff, Jared Goff right now is playing much better game management football with the ability to make a winning play here or there. And yeah, I think he has like, Jared Goff is Jared Goff's a good football player. Jared Goff's a good football player. He is he got his confidence mm-hmm. taken from him and it's come back and I think he has a little bit. You can win with Jared Goff. I think it's making the you know they drafted Hinton Hooker uh last year coming off the ACL tear. People don't even remember Hinton Hooker now yeah, no. that he's even not, there. Uh, he, he's out of sight out of mind. I mean Goff is going to get another do they give him another deal Goff? I think they have to. Stingley changed his narrative for sure. He was Houston. a Huge. Now this is four Christian straight. Christian Harris has changed his narrative. Well, the Texans are going to have a bunch of guys, but remember now the thing with Stingley, not to be a W downer, he's got four straight years of not being able to to play the year without missing extensive action. Yes, four straight years of missing three games or more. He um, hopefully he still needs to get through a season unscathed. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. All right. When we come back, Colin Cowherd. Uh, had some had some thoughts about C.J. Stroud, and they involved Lance Zerline. Okay, he went directly to Lance Zerline because I'm his. I'm one of his scout buddies. I'm a, I'm a friend of his. He, as he tells you you are. He'll you tell you are, that we're friends. Now we never talked on the phone. Never. Nope. Never talked on the phone. 
I thought friends talk on the you phone. You tell people we're friends. Yeah, and you never talk to them. Well, that's different. We, are we talked to you on the phone before. But, I would, but you can't you can't put you can't force friendship on me. Yes, you're our, we're best buddies. We're not friends. No, I best, forced Natalia on you. No, I, that you know was, how they say I kids say besties. I made an I made a, a choice as an adult. You try to force friendship on me, and I think it's wrong. No, you know, it just happens. The it's kids osmosis. Say besties, and that's what we are. Yep. You guys are my best friends. Through thick no. and thin, we'll always be together. You told me something awful no, about our. No, friend. don't say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you say QC Kinetics on the air. I do. I frequently say QC Kinetics on the air because they work. And it's my job is to is to heal Houston. I'm good at healing Houston. I heal with my words, but I can't do anything about your joint pain. I can't do anything about chronic issues with your shoulder, your back, your hips. There's nothing I can do about that. That's why I farm that out to my friends over at QC Kinetics. They're the ones I recommend. I saw them help my wife with her uh, knee issue. They got her right so that she was able to run uh, the Berlin Marathon after it looked like her running days were completely over. There are a lot of you who are living with pain every single day. It's a way that you you just cope by taking your aspirin, taking your <clears throat> your pain medicine. You're waiting for the you know for another month because you can't get your steroid shot yet. But boy, you can't wait to get your steroid shot to get relief. What if I told you that you can get permanent relief by regenerating the tissue and restoring damaged tissue? In your joints, that's what QC Kinetics does. It's an incredible regenerative process, and it's available at four locations here in the Houston area, used by athletes who are done playing across the country. Now is your time to get that same medicine and take advantage of it right here in Houston. QCKinetics.com. It's a game changer. QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, Colin Cowherd was not a C.J. Stroud guy. Colin Cowherd was very anti-Texans. He, before the season Bill started... Bill Simmons, too. Bill, yeah. Very anti-C.J. Stroud. A lot of people were anti-C.J. Stroud. Um, I was not anti-C.J. Stroud. I had questions about C.J. Stroud, but I had a pretty good grade on him. I had a 67, which is um, a good grade. But I did have Bryce Young higher than him. You did? and To me, it was just those two guys. Listen, I'm a big believer. If Pat Mahomes wasn't with Andy Reid, he wouldn't be Pat Mahomes. And and C.J. We're different in that. C.J. Stroud, he wouldn't be what – he wouldn't have done what he's done. Andy Reid is one of the great offensive minds, and Andy Reid has been just Where you go matters to me. It absolutely Where matters. Where you go matters. And you know what? Next year, when Bryce Young has a better offensive coach, look at Trevor Lawrence from year one to year two. I mean, it made a huge difference getting rid of Urban Meyer and bringing Doug Peterson in. Now he's regressed. But he made a huge difference for Trevor Lawrence, and it makes a big difference for a lot of guys. Where you go and who's your coach makes a big difference. Where C.J. Stroud is is perfect 
perfect uh-huh. because Bobby Sloak has been spectacular. Yeah. You had a comp of Jared Goff for C.J. Stroud. Well, this is what I said. Two-year starter from a program of high-octane offense known for creating known for creating high-level opportunities for its quarterbacks. Stroud's accuracy stands out on tape. He's able to lead receivers with good placement and make on-frame throws to targets on all areas of the field. The question now is how quickly he will acclimate outside of the Ohio State scheme. Stroud didn't often attack defenses with his legs, but if he can become a more willing runner, he will be able to extend drives rather than feeling forced into more challenging decision-making situations. NFL teams will have to balance what they saw on tape from Stroud during the regular season against his great college football semifinal performance when he shined versus Georgia's impressive collection of pro prospects. If he did it once, he can do it again, and grading the flashes for Stroud might make the most sense. Uh, 6.7 is my grade for him, which is a high grade. And um, my comp was Jared Goff. And so this is how I figure. This is how I figure comps. I start with body. I start with size. So I, I go into my, it's um, stat head. I go into it and I put the height, your general height and general weight, and I search for quarterbacks at that general size. And when I got to C.J. Stroud, okay, Jared Goff was in there with his size. Now I think, okay, I scouted Jared Goff. Jared Goff had terrific accuracy. Would throw guys open. Didn't run a whole lot. All that checked out with C.J. Stroud. Very good quarterback. Not elite, but good. That was C.J. Stroud coming out of college. So I don't feel bad about the Jared. I don't. I honestly, um, I don't think Jared. I also don't put a lot into comps. My comps aren't meant to be who you're going to be. They're kind of meant to be who you are coming out. And and I don't care if I didn't have to do comps. I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm just made to do it. I don't really care about comps that right, much. So Colin Cowherd was not high. As a matter of fact, he said C.J. Stroud was not a good quarterback coming into the season. He said he, and, but now in in fairness to Colin Cowherd, not long into the season, he he admitted he was wrong about C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he was. He Do thought, we have his first comments? No, we no we don't. But we have okay. this, which he he talked about you in his C.J. Stroud uh, when he was when he was talking about C.J. Stroud this week. I picked Houston to win. I said Joe Flacco had become a better story than he was a quarterback. Uh, he had eight picks in five games before today. Me too, friend. Uh, now he's got too, ten friend. picks in six starts. Uh, Flacco w- was a really good story for a dysfunctional organization stepping in on their fourth quarterback. Stefanski doing a marvelous job, but he's not a great quarterback at this point. He always threw a lot of picks. He was generally very good in the wild card round. Big, strong guy, big arm. But I, I don't think anybody ever thought he was, you know, a great quarterback. Uh, you know, he was a notch below the Big Bens and the Bradys and the Mannings, you know, his contemporaries. But the obvious story today is C.J. Stroud. And it's it's interesting about C.J. Stroud. So when he came out, I tend to lean on my scouts and my sources. And so uh, one of my guys that I, I don't consider him a source, he's just a friend, uh, Lance Zerline, works at NFL.com, and he's a scout. And he had said, C.J. Stroud's comp is Jared Goff. And I, I always felt with Jared Goff, he's really, really good. I think he's a top 10, 12 quarterback, but he's not good enough to overcome nonsense. And so I thought it was a good comp. I thought C.J. Stroud had some Jared Goff uh, abilities, but wasn't good enough to overcome nonsense. Well, what's really interesting about that comp, so Jared Goff, first year, was a mess with the Rams. But in his second year, when they got him a left tackle, Andrew Whitworth and Sean McVay, 28 touchdowns, seven picks, and a 62% completion percentage. 
C.J. Stroud's first-year numbers, 23 touchdowns, 5 picks, 64% completion percentage. The difference is C.J. Stroud inherited a great left tackle as a rookie, and he also inherited a really good coach in D'Amico Ryans. So Goff was a mess until he got the right coach and the right protection left tackle. So C.J. Stroud didn't have to go through that year. But their numbers are very similar. The first time Jared Goff had like legitimate protection and a, and a good coach, he put up similar numbers. And so um, I think C.J.'s been terrific. Obviously. Uh, that's enough. You were. Thanks, I, friend. I, don't, I can't tell if he was Thanks, blaming friend. you no. or he was crediting you. No, he was. Well, what he's doing is backing. What he's doing is protecting his previous comment. Right. So, see, he is a lot like golf. The fact is, he's way better than golf. I mean, CJ's way better than any of us expected. CJ Stroud, I know I'll be picked at by people who, like, I had Jay Cutler as a comp for Pat Mahomes because that's who he was coming out. He was a wild armed, amazing win. arm talent, fell off throws, would make mistakes, but could was a gunslinger arm who could talent. also make incredible plays. And Jay Cutler, when I wrote that, was also a better NFL quarter. Like he was, when I wrote that Jay Cutler had a better reputation than, than, you know, he ended up having as, as his career moved on. But, um, CJ, but in terms of CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud is just way better than the Texans thought. He is way better than anyone in the NFL thought. He's way better than John Beck who trained him thought. I talked to John Beck. Nobody saw this coming except maybe CJ Stroud. Bobby Sloick didn't see this. D'Amico didn't see this. None of us saw this. But if you're just being honest and you're not trying to be right about stuff, you're just trying to be accurate. C.J. Stroud, yes, the numbers are similar to to Goff's when Goff had all the stuff that C.J. has. But the big difference here is that C.J.'s upside, he does have the ability to carry a game and just beat defenses with his – his playmaking is not – everyone thinks playmaking has to be with your legs and extending plays. And C.J. can do that. But CJ is a playmaker with his eyes, with his ability to get to different field, sections of the field. And so the big difference between, yeah, Colin, CJ Stroud and Goff are similar now with some of the statistics. But the big difference is we have the hindsight now of knowing that Jared Goff is, there's a, you know, there's this glass ceiling on Jared Goff. He can't be any better than he was probably in like his third year with the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl. That's as good as he can be. CJ already is better than that. I mean, in a game-to-game, from a game-to-game standpoint, he had Cooper Cup, which was his maybe Tank Dell, I guess, but uh, really more of his Nico Collins, I guess. But but CJ, but but golf, I don't know who a comp. Well, CJ Stroud, the comp on him changes now. You know, as you see him more, now you start looking at man, is he? I mean, no one's got Dan Marino's arm, no one ever. Can he get tall areas of the field? He can. Like, your comp now, if you talk about C.J. Stroud, I don't know. i got to go and look at it. A lot of mine is tied to body type and size, so it kind of takes certain players off the board for me. Did C- Who do you think of? Okay, look at okay, look at the quarterbacks left. Mahomes. We've got Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, and we've got, well, whoever. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. No, no, no they got beat. Uh, Jared Goff, Goff uh, not Stafford, but Love. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Love uh-huh. and uh, Lamar yep. and Purdy mm-hmm. and uh, whoever Pittsburgh. There's some Forget different Pittsburgh. flavors of ice cream there. But there is different flavors of ice cream. But in in what order do you want them quarterbacking your team in the postseason? 
I mean, I, Mahomes, Mahomes has, has, to has to be one. one. Yeah, he has to be he one. He has to be one out of respect. Yes. Number two, you know, I want to say Josh Allen because I've seen him play well in the postseason. Um, he got in a shootout where he was incredible and got beat by Pat Mahomes because I thought yes. Buffalo played dumb defense. So I'd like to but say, John, but he also makes mistakes, mistakes that scare me. Turnovers that, that kill you in the postseason. They hurt you. It wouldn't be Jordan Love. It wouldn't be Brock Purdy. For me, it wouldn't be Jalen Hurts over CJ. I mean, I guess Lamar would be third, CJ fourth. But really, honestly, the way I'm feeling, I'm trying to, I'm trying to ignore my recency bias. But CJ feels like he might be two. Lamar's hurt by his history in the playoffs. Josh Allen's hurt by turnovers. CJ doesn't have a history in the playoffs. Who's the most okay? Most explosive is Lamar or Josh? Well, I mean, how do you not say that about Pat Mahomes? How do you not say that about CJ? Yeah, I think Josh is maybe the most explosive because the deep ball arm and ability to run and consistency of passing. then maybe Lamar. Yeah, but Lamar's athleticism is second to none. Yeah, that's a different type of that's athleticism. But he's not running as much this year. No, but when but you know he's what? running just not you know quite what? as he much. He might. He might now. Well, he should. He will. Yeah, you're in a postseason. Yeah. Cut it loose. That's a that's a hard one. I mean, you want to avoid recency bias, and it's just one game, and you beat you beat you know Flacco, and they had tight. Defensive tackle, or I mean, offensive tackles missing. You can make whatever excuses you want, but <clears throat> I just know that C.J. Stroud. We all saw him in college. The guy's gotten way better already. And that guy he was at Georgia, he is in in, in the NFL. The same guy who played in the national cha- the who played in the college football semifinals and gave Georgia everything they wanted. That's the same guy who plays in the NFL yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know how it clicked, when it clicked, but that's who he is now, and there's no going back. That absolutely who is who he is, and I don't know. I, I, if CJ, if CJ ain't second, he, he, if he's not second, he's third. That's for sure. He is. It is so much fun. We will hear from CJ on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety seven it is ship talk, so I don't know if he said anything worthy of that Ooh, segment. Ooh, you're right. There's a lot of ship talk out there. There's a lot of ship is talk there? out there right now. Oh, there was great. Well, I mean, there's stuff happening in Chicago. Oh, yeah. There, Mike Brown got thrown out of a game. He's no Darko, and you can tell Mike Brown caught himself, but he took issue with the referees. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from Shannon comparing what it's like losing to the Cowboys or having less playoff wins at home than the Packers and what he compared it to. We'll, we'll hear that. <laughs> That's some ship talk right there. Ship talk on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5. And CJ don't talk ship. So that, and we ain't, we, we ain't going to hear from CJ. Man That's of God. Sure. When he mm-hmm. says on God, he means he, on he's, God. We know he, and I love that. Congratulations to CJ. First thing. First thing, every time. Me, you, Dell, you know Arts, and, and like you know all of us You're do. right, though. It ain't, it ain't like Tebow. I, there's a, a Tebow, for whatever reason, people thought he was disingenuous or... Well, I, because CJ's got a cool that Tebow didn't. Tebow was just... Yeah. Tebow was a homeschool guy. Yeah. <laughs> he had homeschool vibes. Um, hey, you're home? Home bank. Home bank. And home bank right now, you can be earning more on your money with a CD from home bank than you can, you know, uh, with... Certainly more than in, in a savings account. If you've got twenty five hundred dollars 
or more in a savings account, put it in a seven-month CD at home bank, 5.15% APY. How about longer term? You want 14 months? 4.75%. That's earning more money than you will certainly just having your money laying around. So Home Bank is doing this. Treat yourself to more savings this year and visit any Houston area Home Bank location today. Home Bank is member FDIC. Home Bank has got five area locations, River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, and Friendswood. They're local bankers with local knowledge. They've been around for 115 years, and they are still rocking it. Now, they are here for you, and it's not only just about that CD. How about getting personal and business banking solutions for nearly any need that you have? Competitive rates, you saw that with your CDs. But here's the deal. You're looking for a bank that's going to be with you for the long haul. Stop by any home bank location or visit home24bank.com. Good for business, good for life. Home bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it. I want the ball. Give it the ball. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number if you want to get in here uh, on ESPN 97.5. C.J. Stroud is met the media after the game. So we're not doing ship talk? Oh, I just what is? I know you just. What? Tell you tried to steer him in the right direction. I know you tried to steer me, and I remember. I remember saying we're going to hear from CJ, and then I said, "Are we?" Because he doesn't seem like the trash talking. No, he's really not, and it wasn't really trash talking. Bobby Slowick, actually. No. No, you're absolutely right. We are going to talk about CJ on the other side, but right now we got ship talk with Dell. Yeah, we're going to start in the NBA because. A number of things happened over the weekend. We're going to start with the short clip here. Rudy Gobert may be the most disrespected player who's accomplished quite a bit in his career. The Clippers were playing the Wolves in Minnesota. Minnesota having a really good, really good year. Some context, Rudy Gobert had multiple impactful plays helped them win down the stretch. But during the middle of the game, he struggled from the free throw line, including airballing, I think, t- two of them. Uh, there's, there's a clip out there of the whole Clippers bench reacting to an airball like it's Def Comedy Jam. Uh, but this is, <laughs> just, they really just watch it. It's he's insult. He, they disrespect him quite a bit, but this is Russell Westbrook talking to a fan who's sitting right next to him while Rudy's up there. And Russell won't even watch the second free throw. It seems like, but the fan says, I'll watch for you. And this is Russell Westbrook and the fan going back and forth. You'll hear the laughter of the Clippers bench after I think maybe Gobert's second airballed free throw. I got Russell. you. I got you. I'm watching for you right now. All right, all right. You shoot. You shoot it right now. Two times, bro. The video is great. The entire bench is losing their minds, and you hear their reaction as he misses the second free throw. And it's a la- It's in Minnesota, so they're all qu- the fans are all quiet. So you know, Rudy heard it. He heard that entire bench laughing at him. Um, and so, so that Rudy Gobert. 
on a really good basketball team, still disrespected. We're going to move to John's people, the city of Chicago. You proud of your people this, this oh weekend? God, what a proud so moment terrible. for your people. Yeah. Because uh, Jordan, Jordan has made Jerry Krause such a villain yes. that they literally would that like to awful. stone and kill his own his and widow. his widow was there. She, it, she was it, in a wheelchair, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, they're honoring the Bulls' past. Luke Longley was in attendance, so they're giving credit. It's to a ring of, they had their own ring of honor. Yeah, so thing. they're giving credit to a lot of people. And Jerry Krause was the architect of that team. We know not very well like Crumbs Krause, all that type of stuff, thanks to Jordan, as Lance mentioned. So you're going to hear his widow's introduction, the reaction from the crowd, and then the music being turned up to drown them out, plus uh, Stacey King, who was on some of those Bulls teams, responding. As the color commentator coming back from halftime. Yes. NBA champion, two-time NBA executive of the year, represented by his wife, Thelma, basketball Hall of Famer and former Bulls general manager, Jerry Krause. Nationwide is on your side, Bulls Nation. Right, we just had a re- remarkable ceremony bringing back the legends, and I'm telling you what, you know, we're Chicago is a is a, a sports town, and what we witnessed today when Jerry Krause's name was called and the people that booed Jerry Krause and his widow, who was accepting this honor for him, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I hurt for that lady, brought her to tears, and whoever booed her in this arena should be ashamed of themselves. It was that's not Chicago. That's New York, Philly. Chicago's not like that. We don't There's more, but yeah, the video is Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr. They all talked about it. Everyone's horrified by this. It, it, the, Rick Morrissey, their their beat writers, yeah. other yeah. fans. It was sideline reporter. Awful. She started crying yeah. and Ron Harper tried to tried to make her feel better. Like they made a widow cry at an introduction of him to the like Jordan and Jordan, he was a great general he really manager. was Jordan is a bully really you know Jordan and Pippen bullied him now Pippen gets bullied by Jordan and so Pippen is completely now he's decided Jordan's not well, a great player and he was not the greatest of all time beyond that because now Jordan's son is married to Pippen's ex-wife yeah that's how deep the bullying well, goes yeah yeah but Jordan is uh Jordan has continued. Jordan didn't go to the ceremony. He and Pippen both said they couldn't make it. Um, but the last dance, all that did was ratchet up for people who didn't, who people who didn't know about Jordan and Krause and all that stuff. If you watch Last Dance, you knew you that you now knew it was awful. You now knew, and so was, I think Jordan's a hundred percent responsible for this behavior. Yes, he is. Yeah. Crumbs Krause. That's the first well, thing we you all think knew. Of. Yeah, Crumbs yeah. Krause. He called Jordan. Were you still there Jordan when all that Crumbs Krause stuff was going on? No. Okay. No. So, I left right after Michael was uh, drafted. We found out that John's people are terrible, as yeah. if we didn't already know. You have some bad people. I wonder how many of those were Italians. Mm. Oh. Nah, none of Chicago them. Chicago Italians. They didn't have any Italians. Because the then it's They're really not. his people. And well, the, there were a lot of people cheering, too. There were two, you could hear the, the cheers. The back half, That's yeah. what the Italians They're responding. <laughs> the, 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 the Italians responded to all the, <laughs> other, the ugly people with their response. And the... <laughs> Like making a widow That's cry. What the Italians were you doing. heard him. Mm-hmm. Making a widow cry is terrible. But what I found 
a lot worse. Not a lot worse. Nothing's worse than that. Was all the East Coast people chiming in? Hey, that's Chicago. We don't do that. Like Rich Eisen of all people. Hey, I agree with Stacey up, up until the point he started ripping the East Coast. Guys, we all know you are trash you're fans worst. too. Stop yeah. it. You're the worst what people. Stop. I know y'all. Yes, you're passionate and all that. I give you a lot of credit for all that stuff, but you're also completely out of your Michael, minds. Michael Irvin was, it looked like, paralyzed on the field, and you were applauding. That's your people. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop, yeah, stop acting like it's not. Hey, I it can't is. believe he included the East Coast. You guys are terrible, too. Stop it. Uh, but shout out to John's people for making a widow cry. We got a couple more things. Get, we're going to go a little lighter, but we're, but it's all Cowboys-centric. First, we're going to go with Shannon on his podcast with Ocho, Chad o- Ocho Cinco, comparing the Cowboys. Chad's <laughs> Co- not cover well, your ears. There are no curse words, but yes, but Earmuffs. sure. It's Earmuffs. always adult. It's always, always adult, adult content. Yeah, he's Things, he compared yeah. what it's like to have less playoff wins in your home than the opponent who just beat you. Yeah. Did you know the Green Bay Packers have more playoff wins at AT T Stadium three than the Cowboys do? How a road team got more got more playoff wins in your mm-hmm. building? Right. That's like somebody coming in and having more sex in your bed than you do, and you live there. Mm-mm. How that work, Ocho? Damn, I boy, when you put it, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't like when you put it like that. I don't yeah, like that's the way what that I'm saying to you. That's what like I'm talking that. about. Yeah, that's that's rough, there, boy. <laughs> I think it was a little bit mild compared to what he normally says. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared, and well, and he was doing the. What you do? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did cross his arms he, and lean uh, back. Yeah, we're gonna close out with something a little bit more humorous. It is making fun of the Cowboys, and it's better than any song you've heard from Sonny or the Browns fan or that Colts fan. It is someone using some old school music to take shots at the Cowboys. Daddy, how long has it been since the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? <laughs> For the longest time, Whoa, longest for the longest there's no Dallas Cowboy dance Are y'all still them boys after tonight? Green Bay destroyed you, no championship for you. Got trash lost in the wild card. Green Bay just stood on your star. You haven't won it for the longest time. Maybe this won't last very long. You said you'd win this year, but you were wrong. Man, and that's all that he's known for. <laughs> it's okay, but I yeah. just love it because it's the Cowboys. I would have liked it if it was better if it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was, no, actually, it was. Yeah, okay. shout out to at Robert Williams fan. He, um, I guess maybe he's a Boston fan with that handle. Uh, now that, even though Robert Williams is in Portland now, I think that's his TikTok. Uh, but yeah, that closed out shit. Robert, talk. At, how, of all people to be a, 
at Robert Williams fan. I don't know if that's the co- the connection. But that's the only thing I can think of. Um, but he, I think that's his Twitter or maybe his Instagram. But um, creative, good. Uh, that that's a really good song. Make, the original is really good. Nice job by him, and that'll close it out. No ship talk from CJ Stroud. I guess we'll hear from him on the other side. On the other side, right here on the ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. How about Houston Powder Coders? They're not talking ship. They're talking. They're talking about fixing your stuff, okay? And if your stuff is shippy, then guess what? Then then, uh, then, Houston Powder Coaters is here for you. Patio furniture, car parts, boat parts, anything that's rusted out, anything that gets old, anything that doesn't look good again. You've got straps and slings on your patio furniture that are old. You say, well, I don't know if I can repair. Hey, <laughs> go and price patio furniture right now. You're going to be better off redoing your patio furniture with, hey, see, with Houston Powder Coaters. HoustonPowderCoaters.com or 281-676-3888. You will talk to Robin. You can send her a picture of your patio furniture, and she can tell you whether or not they can can fix it. And if they can fix it and they can make it look new again, then they'll pick it up and they'll deliver it absolutely free. It doesn't matter where you are. And you can go and look at their at their work at NRG Stadium. You can look at Downtown Aquarium. Yeah, uh, um, uh, up in the woodlands that, 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 where they got all the shops, uh, Hermit Park, the board, Kima Boardwalk. They do it everywhere. They're the best. They're the biggest and by volume and just the best with 20 years of experience. 281-676-3888. You've got something that you need. Powder Coders, HoustonPowderCoders.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. You was a toilet baby. Tiff just plopped down like a little old turd, just right down in a bowl. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. So, we were both there at the game. Where'd you sit? Uh, kind of the caddy corner. It was... Good, it was good seats. It was, uh, yeah. we're like in the end zone, caddy corner between. Lower bowl. Uh, no, we're in uh, club. Solis has club level seats. He does. Yeah, we were fourth, fourth it's, level corner. It's good. A little bit, a little bit better, like pretty good room in your seats. Better than at Astros, better than at Astros games. Yeah. Uh, not if you're in the middle of the stadium, they're, they're tight. No. Cause I was at the national championship game and I sat next to a big guy. Yeah, and I had to these lean were, over towards Wendy the whole time. Yeah, these were was, not okay. these were these were not bad. It was section like three hundred three. That's where he has season tickets. Um, so it was the best atmosphere that I've been at at that stadium for the Texans game, the Cincinnati game. Not a ton of Browns fans. No, I mean they were excited when they scored a touchdown. You could hear them. You could hear them. But I mean, I'd say it was probably eighty-five smatterings all over though. The people who bought the resale tickets were Texans fans. Yes. They were out there. Either they pulled them back because there were plenty of them out there. I thought the Browns were going to represent a lot more than they did. Well, I think Texans fans also put them out. If you'll pay it, I'll sell it. But if you're not going to pay that price, yeah. I'm going to the game. And they did. And the the and they were. It was great. It was not a corporate atmosphere at all. It was. It was actually. You know, I, we talk all the time. Uh, be preemptive. Uh-huh. As opposed, to, uh, uh, pr- you proactive, know, proactive yeah. as opposed to reactive, and they were proactive, loud when the Browns had the ball, 
I mean, they made the Browns made mistakes because of it. It was it gave the Texans, you know, all of this energy that they hadn't had before, and it showed. It showed. Here's CJ talking about, and CJ's been the guy who's been asking, "Hey, y'all, can y'all come to the game? It'd be great. It'd be great if y'all wanted to come. That'd be great." And here's CJ talking about it after. This is the first time I seen our stadium kind of full pregame. You know, of course we were rocking like the whole like it was loud. That was probably the loudest I've heard a stadium in my life. Um, but like pregame is not a lot of people all the time. You know, regular season because we played so early. So now to like finally like an afternoon game to see like the crowd that helps us a lot. Like get the energy going. So we appreciate everybody coming out. But yeah, it, it was cool. It was really really cool. It was great. As a matter of fact, big ups because we catch a lot of grief here with our teams, with our fandom. And so, you know, now that we are, now when we do perform, like the, the fans did perform on uh, Saturday, that was awesome. That, that was awesome. CJ also gave big ups to Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick had, I, I think I agree with him. That was the best, that was the best Bobby Slowick has been. He was, he was great. He, he had manufactured run plays where he would, get the ball out in different ways. He uses reverses. He used like he had a play that we hadn't seen for Damian Pierce and went for no game, but he used him as kind of a wing back prep kind of hard to sneak Damian Pierce on the, on the field and a two back set. So Cleveland was and, ready and, and for it. I don't know what Damian Pierce did to that offensive line, but they refused to block for him. Damian Pierce. They don't like him. They like just, him fine. I don't, I don't like know Damian that. Pierce. All I know is that they motor never, just, motor plays they faster. never block for him. Motor just plays faster. Motor he sees it better, yeah. and he doesn't mess around. He hits the hole, and that's that. And, and or uh, he bounces out, and he bounced out on a beautiful. Well, he's got run. better speed to bounce out and yeah. turn the corner. Yeah, he had. Well, he had that one run that was a, actually a wide zone play that he kept out on the outside track, and it hit for what thirty six yards. Is that what it was? The run where he broke a tackle and kept on going? Did he have a 36-yarder? Yeah, it was a long run. Whatever the case may be, Bobby Slowick was fantastic. Here's CJ talking about Bobby Slowick, who will be a head coach for another team next year. Yeah, Bobby did a great job today, like he always does. I mean, um, his job, of course, is to call the players, and we, he, he called it, we ball it, you know. So uh, he knew to mix it up a little bit. We, we wanted to throw the ball early um, just to set the tone that we were going to not shy away from anything and um, LT did a great job against uh, Miles in, in that front. Our whole our line did a great job. And I think um, when, when you have uh, OC that's going to be aggressive and take care of the football, um, really that, that's a recipe for success, you know. So we're a very explosive team. Uh, we show we can run the ball uh, uh, today too, which is great. Um, and I think uh, we're, this is the best um, that we've played so far yet. We played four-quarter football this week, and um, that's, that's what you want to do towards the back end. So... Um, Bobby did a great job. Our whole line, our tight ends, running backs, our receivers, our defense, scoring points. You know, we talk about that all the time. So um, it's really cool to see it come to fruition. Hmm. There is uh, Devin Singletary, by the way, that was a 29-yard run, 29, uh, which was the longest of the season for him. I think 26 last week and now 29 this week. Yeah, he is uh, he's made, a, he's made a big difference. I, yep. I know that they'd like to be able to run the ball better. They'd like for it to be more prolific, take some pressure off CJ. But, you know, you're going to be taking on more than likely a Baltimore Ravens team that they're really good defensively too, but the the Browns were good defensively, but the Ravens are consistent defensively. And 
that is one where defense, you know, you're, you went from playing a, you're going to have to, it's different. It's just, you had a statue that you were looking at. So you knew you could blitz him and do different things. Your pass rush, you have to do different things against Lamar Jackson. You cannot get up the field. They're probably going to do some twists where they bring the tackle outside and the end back under because it, you can maintain your rush lanes and your rush integrity. You can't just go, you can't freestyle against Lamar Jackson because I know Lamar's staying in the pocket a little more this year, but if you screw around and give him shots, and you may end up playing a lot more zone than we're used to because zone, you get to keep your eyes forward. It really depends on if Lamar Jackson, see, if Lamar Jackson chooses not to run, or be an aggressive runner, then you can play a lot of man-to-man. But man-to-man is the one thing that can get you killed with a running quarterback because, you know, Everybody you're getting run off. Runs, of, yeah. yeah, you're getting run off. And, and the guy that they're going to – I would imagine you're going to see uh, Christian Harris as the spy. On They're going to have to get something going where Christian Harris spies Lamar Jackson. And, or a Desmond King or uh Yeah, you could. So maybe somebody a little quicker. You could, but – but Christian, I bet you Christian may run as fast as Desmond King. Uh, maybe. He's probably actually close. Maybe. I'll, I'll tell you this. Christian Harris can get to the slot and mess people up in a hurry. You catch a pass. A running back catches a pass, a, a swing pass, and he's on top and of Christian them. Harris is going to destroy you. And he finishes the tackle. He doesn't overrun no. tackles. Like Christian Harris no. is legitimately... Just you an unbelievably fast player. You can't put Petrie there to to spy him. You just can't because he'll miss the tackles. You got to have somebody, a sure tackler, somebody who's quick. And you're right. That might be that might be Christian Harris. He's been he, he is, ran a four 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 forty. He's another guy. Christian that, Harris ran a four four four. Yeah, he ran faster than Desmond King coming out. He uh, he's another guy that changed the narrative this year. He's another guy that you're like, well, um, he is he is absolutely, absolutely a guy that um is gonna get another is gonna get another contract Dude, here. His when that was up in the air before the season started. Desmond King ran a four six oh at his pro day. <laughs> Christian Harris ran a four 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 at the combine. <laughs> That's insane. That is how fast Christian right. Harris is. Eight fifty seven ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Come on, I'm sure that you guys got something you want to talk about here on the show. Let's go. I know this. I went to see Derek over at uh, Houston Safe and Lock and King's. That's the same company, King Safe and Lock, which is Chimney Rock and I ten, and then Houston Safe and Lock is at Westheimer in the Beltway. Doesn't matter. You. You can get there. Go to 975safe.com and find the location nearest you. And then go over there and see the displays that they have. They have uh, uh, everything that you could possibly need. They also are locksmiths. Okay, so it's safe and lock. So commercial locks, the Medico lock. The Medico lock, I don't want to say it's the safest, but it is incredible in that nobody's going to make a key. Nobody's going to make a copy of a key on your Medico lock. You can't. The only way to get a copy of your key, a medical lock, is by going to see um, Derek and, and everybody over there at at uh, at Houston uh, Safe and Lock and have them make one for you. It's awesome. Now you want to change the locks on your house? You got to call. You call Houston Safe and Lock. You want to change in your business? 
If you need a new lock for your business, they've got fobs. They've got keyless entry and RFID, keypad, fingerprint. You can put it on your phone. Um, emergency access, lockouts, crash bars, push bars, installation, lock installation, repairing your locks should something have happened. You want to rekey, master key systems. You got it all. So it's safes and it's locks. Anything that you have to do with locks, you go to 975safe.com, 975safe.com. ESPN 975.com. Iocane powder. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs>